3: Hello everyone, eh. you know, what are you going to do Angel, oh shit, i got to turn off my TV, sorry about that. Hello friends, this is Kirk Henderson from Mavs Moneyball. We're recording group therapy on Sunday night. The Mavericks fell to the Clippers by a ton of points. I don't remember the final score because I don't have my computer in front of me. I'm walking around my house. Uh, you know, just really one of those games that went very poorly from the get-go. Felt kind of like a regular season uh, no-show game, only the stakes mattered. And the Mavericks did not really show up. Um, you know, Chris Afrozingis played a better game to start with. Luca didn't look good. And I don't know. I don't know where to go with this because the Maverick adjustments, if there were any, I couldn't tell what they were. And Rick Carl is taking an absolute beating on the timeline tonight. I don't entirely understand why. Would love to hear y'all's opinions on these sorts of things. Um, the Clippers are, you know, this is why I didn't really want to see them in the playoffs, if if you know what I mean. And so with that, let's uh, let's start bringing people up. Um, we'll probably make this a lighter room tonight, just because I'm sure folks, uh, you know, like to go to bed and maybe enjoy their Memorial Day. So coming up first, we're gonna bring on Doug.
4: Doug, how are you? Well, um, if I, if you can't hear me or my sound is too bad, just drop me. I'm. Uh, no, you I'm sound not... great. Okay, well, I'm actually behind the wheel of a a rental truck. Uh, I've been driving since uh, eight o'clock this morning. Ooh. And... so, so uh, what? Are you... so...
3: Oh, kicked you off. That's okay, Doug. Probably a connectivity issue. Um, all right, coming up next, Ike. Ike, how's it going? Uh, you know,
5: I think we were due for a game like this, I, I guess, on a lot of averages. I just, this game just reminded me so much of uh, the last year's series in the bubble with the Clippers. Um, okay, don't know, which one? Uh, which game?
6: Well, what?
5: <laughs> which game was it? Game three? I can't quite remember. Game three, they got waxed. Yeah, it, it just – it had it had that feeling where, you know, we couldn't defend our own shadows and they were making all the right plays. And uh, I, I think in this one it's like you kind of tip your hat off, hats off to Ty Lue. I, I still don't know how to exactly – how to assess him as a coach, but um, them going small has given us a lot of problems. And we haven't, I, you know, even even besides that, I think the main thing is that we we I'm going to be interested to see like it's, it's you know, uh, it's good that we have two days off one for, for Luca's benefit because he needs it with this neck nerve issue, whatever the hell that is. Um, it's obviously laboring yep. him Don't, going 0 for 5 from the free throw line that this free throw thing is it's I'm kind of tired of the narrative, but it's a, a thing, but We, You know, I talked last time with you about, um, you know, one of the main issues I'm seeing is that, listen, we we understand that Kawhi is all world, but giving him just one look, that's just not the way to go. He is totally, I mean, he's going to be comfortable because we don't really have the manpower as it is, but just giving him one guy uh, just to go at. I don't, I don't know if that's the move. Uh, and I feel like, especially due to the fact that uh, Maxie's expended so much energy guarding him, and he's basically now a non-factor offensively, uh, I don't know if maybe our best move might be to go small and deep sigh. Uh, start Josh Richardson, because I think uh, Josh Richardson's going to have a little more success garden uh paul george because dodo has gotten absolutely smoked uh these last couple of games by paul george and um i think dodo might be a better look and i'm using air quotes uh for why
3: better (laughs) sure sure i get what you mean yeah i do i get what you mean well I was for that at halftime and then I watched Josh Richardson play in the second half and he was all, he was, the, he was part of the all ass team. Once again, just showing a complete inability to play offense. Um, I I just don't, I don't know how to discuss Josh Richardson without using expletives because he just, he, he's pressing right now. Absolutely. I hate seeing yeah. a guy press in a playoff game Same here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. Well, you got anything else for us, Ike? Because I have a special guest I, I have to bring up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you're scanning man. the room. Well, thank <laughs> yeah, you no, for joining, as always. No doubt. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up next, in his first locker room appearance ever, Josh Bowe of the Androids. Josh, hit that unmute button and uh, give us a chat. See, he's not even talking. He doesn't know how to use it. There oh. we go. There we go.
7: Ah. Uh... I feel like the reader Repulsa gif, uh, climbing out of the hole. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to make this shit way worse.
3: Well, you, you can't make it uh, worse. But I'm here. So, so Josh is on the Android <laughs> beta. He can't see the chat that's flying at the moment, but, uh, we're, we're, we're soon enough. He'll, he'll be part of the, part of the team if he wants to join, but, uh, Josh, what do you have for us tonight? Because I have a room full of angry Mavs fans, and I wanted to give you a chance before you go do uh, other stuff.
7: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm currently editing all our stories. But uh, like I said in our pod, it was just kind of a cavalcade of of shit in terms of you summed it up best, like the sum of all fears, the role players being bad. Um, for our, the people in the locker room, uh, I'm going to repeat what I said in the pod here for you all right now. But uh, I, I don't want to hear any more shit about blaming Luca for losses when he scores 45 points uh, because he didn't do a good job getting his guys involved. Um, that, that has to end. I'm tired of hearing that crap. And I think we saw tonight what it looks like when Luca is anything less than the, one of the top Five players in the NBA. It looks real, real bad. It looks real fucking bad. Pardon my language. I know that this gets posted, but figured the locker room is a little looser. Maybe, I, maybe I'm interpreting that wrong. But uh, it, no, it is.
3: We've had some okay. hot takes. We we got a, we got great. We've got some great commentators coming up. I love, I love our group because you know we got we got my man DJ. I'm going to bring on in a little bit who came in with a piping hot. We got to fire Rick. Take and I can't wait. to Oh hear man. It. So this is this is no this is why we do this This is why we talk because you know what I don't know enough actual basketball fans to talk about this and and our wives are probably tired of hearing this and so like we have to talk about it with other people.
7: I honestly think Megan is rooting for for the Clippers at this point.
3: Uh, <laughs> I think
7: I think she's ready for the season to end and she likes basketball like she enjoys the sport and she roots for the Mavericks but uh, I think I think this. I think the timing is a little off for her, understandably. Yeah.
3: You're the best for editing our, our stories. Everybody check out what the very – I think we have four pieces that will go up overnight between now and then. So. Um,
7: yeah, recap, stats, a special column from one of our writers that was at the game, and then I'll I'll get something up by tomorrow.
3: Yeah. yeah I, do, I do like your fiery, we better quit with this, you know, Luca. I, I don't I, want that, – That take of itself is dude. amazing.
7: Some stupid motherfucker in Tim Cato's post on the athletic left a comment that was like, instead of him scoring forty five, he needs to score thirty, but get and I'm serious, he wrote this, he needs to get fifteen to twenty assists instead. Like I mean, oh, that'd be okay. super cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, man. And I'm sure we've got we've got commenters like that like to be buttheads and like to say Luke is the reason that the Mavericks lose when he drops 35 on on 15 Mm -hmm. shots or whatever. So I'm sure, I'm sure those guys are having a great night, Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm just of all the things, man, of all the things to get pissy about with this Mavericks team. Like I understand that like you can be pissed at him for the free throws and, and, you know, defensive effort sometimes, but like, Jesus, like there's so many rungs on the ladder that we need to clear before we get to Luca is, is the reason we're losing playoff games. And I'm just, oh, yeah. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that.
3: Well, you're the best. Thanks for hopping yeah. in for a minute. I'm going to start pumping through people so I can uh, go to bed before 3 a.m.
7: Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I will silently listen and observe live the locker room experience for the first time.
3: You're the best, Josh. Thanks for joining. Bye. All right. We- oh, I cut Josh off. Yeah, it's for, I can't actually do that on our podcast. Feels kind of good. Sorry, Josh. Uh, coming up next, Doug, who got cut off earlier because he's driving across country. Doug. Hey
4: Kirk, sorry. I, and if I drop, I'll just, I'll just stay out. Your but,
3: audio's uh, good though. That's what's funny about it quitting. It sometimes it fades and stops. That just kicked kick
8: you.
4: Yeah, this is crazy. Um, my, my comment is this: uh, as much as it just sucks to have a game like tonight, um, I guess the crazy thing is you have both teams have won their road games. Both teams were twenty-one and fifteen this year on the road. I'm just, uh, you know, as much as I think the the maps are just horrible right now, they've got twenty-four hours to sulk or get upset or do whatever, and then forty-eight much,
3: hours Well up to saying, Wednesday.
4: Well, I'm saying twenty-four hours and then move on, get, ah, get ready for Wednesday. Okay, and, and so to me. You know, it it was awful, you know, I wasn't watching it, you know, I'm on the road, but I was listening to it, and they just sat here just shaking my head the whole time, but it's one of those things, I've seen the Mavs play great on the road this year, and I'm hopeful that they're just going to flush this one and move on, so, you know, if everybody's going to roll their eyes at me, great, but uh, that's the way I'm going to roll.
3: Well, makes sense to me. You got anything else, Doug?
4: No, that's it.
3: All right. Be safe on that drive. Thanks, man. All right. Coming up next, we're going to move through some folks. So uh, I'm going to bring people on. You know, what? I got to hear this take from DJ. DJ, you, you came in piping hot, so I'm really looking forward to this. DJ, how you doing?
9: Oh, my freaking goodness. I am not doing good at all, Kirk. Okay? So I love Rick. All right, Rick has been amazing. We won us our first championship. That's so great, right? It's time to let it go, man. The dude is past his prime. I never in my freaking life can I say, can we cuss on him? You can curse. Yeah, is? I don't care. Okay, cool. So, never in my fucking life do I ever want to see Bobon in the fucking game again. That was terrible. Okay, I knew immediately when I seen Bobon in, I knew we lost the game because <laughs> there's no way on earth. We actually believe Bogdanovich is going to win us a game. There's no way here, bro. I promise you, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. We're playing big while they're playing small, and it makes no fucking sense. I get it. We don't have the greatest players, but shit, if we're going to play Melly in game one and game two, where the fuck is he at in fucking game in a game where they're playing small. I would think that would be the perfect time to play Melly, but I don't fucking understand what the fuck Rick Carlisle is doing. I am I'm, I'm extremely pissed right now. Um, I went to this game. and Ah. I was, uh, yeah, yeah. Went to this game because I was like, okay, I doubt we're going to win game three. I honestly didn't believe we were going to win game three. And I think Rick's, it was Rick's fault we lost game three because why would you take Luca out when he's on fucking fire? When we're doing amazing, like that was the best I've ever seen a Mavs first quarter in our lives, and then he decides to play his stupid rotations like he always does, and then we went, they went on a fourteen to two run in game three, and then Mm -hmm. he wants to play him this entire quarter of this game when he's hurt. That makes no sense. All right.
1: Yeah.
3: Now the the rotation minutes with Luke I don't have a good answer for, but I think the other stuff has to be chalked up to team building. I mean, no, Josh yeah, Knight. team
9: building, of course. I know we're not a great team. Yeah, I'm just a little frustrated. We know no. we, we know we have a bunch of role players, but well, but they all died tonight. I mean, I'm looking
3: at this yeah, box score. The entire it's team, bad.
9: Oh God, <laughs> I've never seen such a Tim Hardaway was there. Mark Stein reported that he's going to get that the Mavericks are confident in re-signing him, and he had four points tonight. I never want to see a guy as a starter get re-signed. If he's re-signed, cool, but it's for, like, league minimum, all right? But that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just livid right now, okay? Hopefully we come You're back allowed. way better in game three or game five, but right now, fuck no, okay? So I think that's it for me,
10: though. Rick needs to be gone.
3: Outstanding. Do you feel any better?
9: Uh yeah, I actually do. Thank you. I really appreciate
3: good. you letting me get on. Good. All right. Enjoy well, <laughs> enjoy tomorrow. The rest of the is gonna suck. Tomorrow. I'm not gonna we'll I'm be not gonna better lie.
9: Tomorrow. We'll be better tomorrow.
3: That's right. Have a good night, man. Appreciate you. All right. All right, coming up next. We have Brett. Brett, you got a hard act to follow.
11: Yeah, I cannot bring that energy. Honestly. <laughs> but um well, there's okay, a couple of questions. And some of these are Questions for you as, like I will say, I've honestly been a Mavs fan since they drafted Luca. That's when I became a Mavs fan because I've been a fan of Luca, and I mean I I've watched the NBA for years before then, but but the Mavs. So so stuff some some stuff about Carlisle I don't know in the past. So one, does Carlisle really like playing two bigs? No. Or is that no? Okay.
3: Carlisle is a man of the moment that will use the tools at his expense.
11: He has, has done
3: some wild shit over the years.
11: Okay, because because I cannot really figure out why, like because I like I don't I, I don't I still don't really get like going to Bobon in this game. I would have I, I do not understand why we didn't see uh, Dorian at the four. Like un- unless he just like is going to start that next game.
3: I got an answer for you. Okay, I got an answer for you here. Tonight was a prove-it game in an, ex, to, in an extent. We we mainly have a crowd here of pro-Luca, ambivalent KP fans here. Am I right? Uh, that's kind of how I feel. And tonight was the prove-it game. KP going to the post, KP doing work, KP doing this, that, and the other. That is an okay game. Can't kill him. There was one, I, I, I posted a, a tweet to my feed where, he should have drop-step dunked and he spun middle and kicked it out. And it's just kind of proof that he's not – he's just a mechanical player. He's not bad. He's not as bad as I kill him for on – on. he is as bad as I kill him for on defense. But on offense, he's not as bad as I, I like to kick him for. And so this, to me, felt like the game where, okay, we're going to go big. We're going to see what happens when we go big. And I think uh, that answer was uh, pretty pretty definitively brought on. And, you know, the Mavericks just have a – blunt, you know, it's it's the team is assembled like a house of cards when it stands it looks great when one thing gets bumped things aren't aren't there and that is more on donnie nelson than it is on rick i think um you know luca god mode for three straight games and then he has a game where he was definitively off and look what happens it's everybody else crumbled around him i mean it's not like other mavericks didn't have a chance to step up I mean, you look through this box score tonight. Outside of Chris Tapps and and Luca, it is bad.
11: So, yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, all around. Um, I didn't even think the defense was like that terrible in the second half. Like, partly the game was already over by that point, but also like I didn't think like I thought the effort was fine. Um, when at what point? Like, <laughs> like, like in the second half like 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 i mean it wasn't good like i didn't didn't think they played that hard but it wasn't but they didn't look like they they quit per se um and i and and i mostly thought like i mean i don't know like it wasn't like the clippers did not defend that well i would say in this game like the mavericks did not score but that's because they like could not hit a shot like every single jumper was missed yeah yeah they're all in their heads now yeah so. yeah i mean i mean and, and a lot of like a lot of that with um with, I mean, with, like, with like Dorian or whatever. I mean, like he hit two sh- threes late. So like, hopefully that gets him going. Um, but, like, I mean, like, Hardaway had that one where Luca passed it out and he was as open as you can be and just missed it. Sure. And that was, like, an, in the beginning. And I was like, well, I mean, this game's not going to go, you know, the way that. Yeah. Yeah. The, it way, felt, that I, the way It felt that I pretty
3: hoped. rough. Well, thank you, Brett. You got anything else for us other than a train
11: yeah, in the background? Yeah, um, yeah, that's okay. n- no, um, I'm actually, I had one more thing, but I'm forgetting it now. Um, yeah, uh, well, we'll still, I mean, I mean, it's, it's really just about like why I don't have, we haven't seen either. I mean, yeah, like really any, any lineups with like Maxie at the five or just KP at the five, but with, but not with Maxie. I'm not sure.
3: But, I that yeah. I'm not sure about, I, I think that's the next thing. Cause Maxie, Maxie might not. Maxie shouldn't play right now. Uh, yeah, if I mean, he's he, hurt or whatever. He got worked by everybody under the sun tonight, and I, that was a very frustrating thing. Which is like you're sticking with a guy too long, and at least I, I feel confident that Dorian's healthy. I'm not sure Maxie's healthy. I mean, an Achilles injury is nothing to scoff at, you know.
11: So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, like I think that, I mean, overall, like defending Kawhi, like right now he's playing like he's. The best player in the league, like <laughs> he's like, so like, good, like like he's like he's playing like it's twenty nineteen, like yeah. I mean, and 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 at that point, like there is you couldn't put a single player in the league out there, and he would still he would still be shooting like sixty percent from the field. So yeah. like, it does not matter. Like who they put on him. Well, thank you for coming up as always, Brett.
3: All right, coming up next, I'm going to bring on uh, one of our guys from. I'm going to let him cut the line a little bit because he had a, a, a he had a great. Uh, angry uh, no not angry just kind of curious take earlier in the season Akiva um, about Rick and I want to bring him back up and just hear what he has to say because
8: he's been joining our locker rooms for a while how are you I'm good Kirk how are you
3: Uh, could be better but you know I felt poorly about that game when I watched Luca grimace early and now I'm I'm annoyed that that's what we're going to be talking about for two days is Luca's neck when I really think two days off some treatment, you know, maybe a, a memory foam pillow. I don't know. I, I just feel like he'll be fine for game
8: five. Uh, Kirk, listen, the big picture is this. We have no coach. Uh, My son-in-law is a big NBA fan, actually Miami Heat fan, but he's got to be now a Luka fan because of me, and he's now a Dallas fan. Sure. And he asked, and he asked me, after we won the first two games, he asked me, what if the Mavericks win uh, the championship this year, go all the way? Would you still hate Carlisle? Would you still say that Carlisle must be fired? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> Luka is a, is the best player in the game today, I feel. Maybe uh, top three with Jokic and LeBron. But... okay, But... A coach makes a big difference. With those three guys, you could get by and win series and maybe even go all the way, even with a bad coach. But with a coach like Tom Thibodeau, having a guy like Luca, I really feel we could win the championship this year. Are Luca, you watching the Knicks, man? The Knicks Luca- are getting coached look, into the ground the knicks the knicks player best player. look what it did with julius randall julius yeah randall, he's been a garbage fire in the playoffs i know julius randall is not cannot shine lucas shoes and he takes julius randall and has him have a season like he just had because luca's the guy 42 no minutes good. a game i know but he also look how far he took Derek rose Think about what he could do with Luca. You, uh, the coach is needed for defense. Carla could never coach defense to save his life. They don't so, have defensive players though. This is you where can still you can still play good team defense by hustling, playing the right guys on the right guys, uh, detail, working practice. Just a coach can't do that. He can't but not Carlisle. Carlisle could never coach defense he uh, i don't care that he won one championship in 10 years actually he was with dallas how many 14 years maybe yes years. i went through it with you the first time yes he coached he coached the celtics with larry bird as an executive who was his teammate the, the larry pacers. got rid of him larry got the pacers rid of him. larry that's I'm, not I'm, what I'm had- sorry. You right, need to
3: – please research what Malice at the Palace was. That team um, was a top-four team.
8: But do you so. think Bird would have gotten rid of him if he was a good coach? Yes, because he is a
3: good coach. This is – I appreciate the take, and I, 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 I'm i happy to hear it. But if you look around the league and see how often coaches move along, if you come with a better option – like, Thibodeau is not a better option. Thibodeau has not won a playoff series in forever because he is not actually a good – strategic coach for the playoffs he is a grind your team to dust regular season coach which makes you outperform and look better which is what the Knicks were they were outstanding this year but then when the chips are on the line they've been blanked by a a Hawks team and that's where for example you know Karl squeezing two wins out of these Mavericks you know it's hot shooting it really has been but the fact is that that they got to the fifth in the west was kind of surprising to me because this team is just not as talented. And that's kind of what it comes back to. And that's why I really think it's a front office problem, you know? Donny is the real problem Kirk, for me. They, they've had t- – I- I've been a Mavs fan for 22 years. I have watched Dirk Nowitzki get surrounded by some really mediocre
8: teams and then he carries them. Kirk, not That's what's happening good, with Luka. Not having great talent on def- defense doesn't mean your, your team has to give up layups all day long.
3: Could not that's, agree more. That's on the could coach. not agree more. But that, Th- like, at a certain point, he he's not on the floor with them. Dorian's getting beat by single dribble moves. Like that, that's not something that you can just say, "Okay, do better." Like you need the player
8: to unsuck at some point. But I hear you guys criticize co- coaching moves here, criticize them, there, uh, criticize them, and at the end of the day, you still say he should stay. I don't get it. I'm he going without- to stay. Because you're not
3: like, unless you're presenting a better option, like my, my favorite was the midseason take that Jamal Mosley should coach the team. Mosley's in charge of the defense. <laughs>
8: like he's the defensive coordinator. If you have that an ain't... owner with brains, which you do not for basketball brains, excuse me, if you had an owner with brains and you had an executive with brains, you could find a great coach either in Europe, either in college, or, or even in the pros. You could. It's not I, that tough.
3: It's not that I, tough. I, yeah, oh, my goodness. Go look at the tenure of most of the coaches in the league. There's Eric Spalester, Greg Popovich, Rick Carlisle, and then it falls off a cliff. There's
8: nobody who hangs out.
3: Anyhow, I got to bring some more folks on. I appreciate you, my okay. guy.
8: Okay, thanks.
3: All right, coming up next, Andrew, what stats you got for us tonight? I want to hear some good ones because I, I can only think <laughs> –
12: I got no good stats tonight, Kirk. <laughs> the only thing I've got is the Mavs operation team had a new clue what was going to happen tonight by handing out white towels for everyone to wave white flags <laughs> as we're going.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Were there really white towels?
12: Yes, we had white towels in every seat in that arena. So,
3: uh,
12: yeah. Man, that's uh, amazing. Uh, that's Carlo, amazing. Yes. Carlisle threw a few of his cards out. He, he played Babon, see how that would work out. It seems to me, unless there's some adjustments that can be made with the existing players, the only players he hasn't put in the rotation in non garbage time is Powell, Green, and the rest of the rookies. Yeah. And we know how Carlisle usually does with the rookies. So maybe Powell starts instead of Maxi, since Maxi is just right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I
3: just don't know what they do from here. Yeah. Um this is why I didn't really like this matchup.
12: Yeah. Is why we'd much rather have played Denver, but Man, well, man, let's up, just hope just the uh, undefeated streak at Staples Center continues Wednesday night and that Mavs win this series in seven by the road team winning every single game of this series. Yep. Well
3: thank you for coming up. You're the best.
12: No problem. Have a good one.
3: All right, like, all right. Coming up next, we got Matt.
1: How are we doing, Matt? Uh, not what I would call great. Uh, so the thing, listening to the people complain about Rick coaching, I I don't get it because I keep hearing people say, "Hey, you know, we can't, we shouldn't have played this guy, we shouldn't have played this guy, we shouldn't have played this guy, we shouldn't have played this guy." Rick's a terrible coach. Who'd you want him to play? That's my I mean, point. I mean, like, if you don't want him to play. Like, we're all saying he shouldn't have played Bobon, but we were all saying he shouldn't have played Melly, and we all know that, I mean, Dwight Powell plays hard, and he does all that. If we think Dwight Powell is going out there and fixing this, we're out of our minds. And, I mean, that's just – it's. it reminds me of a situation. Uh, I remember way back in the day, if anybody's a baseball fan, when Pedro Martinez was pitching, uh, there was a guy – one of his catchers – they talked about they were like how are you such a good uh game calling catcher and he said well it's easy when i can have when i can ask my pitcher to throw the best fastball in baseball the best slider in baseball or the best changeup in baseball and i feel like that's kind of the the situation that we're in right now is that rick just doesn't have a good option to call like there's no pitch for him to call now well here's 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 a thought i think rick should have given some of the rookies
3: burn in season for this. Like when they were playing so badly, he didn't really give. It's just, you know, they they ride the ship in February by playing in seven and a half man rotation. Right. And then at that point they got, they get this wiggle room and then they don't play anyone else except for like Burke. That's like the mix up. And then Willie Collie Stein. Well, when they weren't taking games seriously, by by resting Luca and KP, they still managed to play like six and a half guys and never played Green and and Bay, and that would have been they, they just needed some time. I don't think Green or Bay would make a damn bit of difference in the series. But I, what it comes back to for me is the thought that the other the the teams need um this team needs different options, and that's where
1: Josh and I were so mad in the preseason. Oh well. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. And I I think preached that a good bit so far this year. It's just I, I keep seeing like, oh, we should have done this or, oh, Tibbs is better. The only reason that Tibbs gets more out of his teams in the regular season is because he just doesn't play the bad players At And all. Even if he's absolutely gassed, Luca playing, you know, he played, I think, 33, 34 minutes a game, whatever he plays this year. If you play him 38, yeah, those extra four minutes, even if it's a gas, Luca is going to be better than four minutes of Josh Green. But the problem is is that then at some point in this year or the next year Luca's knees go and then all it is is it's us 10 years from now saying, "Hey, you remember those first couple of years with Luca? How great that guy might have been?" It just Yeah. It, well, I I do understand
3: it in the frustration with Rick cuz he comes out and gives these quotes and it's like, "Well, you didn't do anything different on defense for the fourth straight game." So what and then your your answer being Boban as DJ came up, it's like I, that was the white that was the white flag, you know, the white towel. God, I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. Incredible content, but it's it's very frustrating. Yeah, like this was I, a this was a frustrating loss because there was it was never close. It was like okay, they're just gonna come out and take a beating, and I, yeah, yeah, God,
1: yeah. I mean, the the only thing really I've got left because there's not really there. Actually, I've got two things. One, I do think it might end up being. As hard as this is believe, I'm trying to be super optimistic. At least it wasn't like a, a fairly close loss that's going to be hard to take. I think this is one of those games that you can just, hey, you know, we got blown out. Put it away. As long as Luca is healthy for game five, it's the best two out of three series. And then two, this team has been maddening all year because they will do something and make us think they're good and everybody will get excited and then they'll just screw the pooch. But the yeah, opposite yeah. side of that is true, too, which is when we're all down on them like everybody is right now and nobody thinks they have a prayer, then they can work their way into doing something we're just like, how in the hell did this happen? So the series isn't over. I understand. It's, it, don't get me wrong. We could absolutely lose games five and six and be done because they are just rolling. And, and the other thing for us, too, is we've got to own some of this. We look real bad as far as being like front runners, because I and I talk about the Clippers being like that, and I talk a lot of shit about teams that do it. I talk so much (laughs) shit about the Heat doing the thing where they were all, you know, LeBron and Wade were were all hyping each other up and talking shit and all that, and then they ended up losing and losing the series. I love Luca. Luca has been absolutely fantastic until today, but we were talking the absolute most amount of shit possible in the first two games. And we look real bad for how we're not responding to that right now. Yep. It's very
3: Josh being right is highly annoying just from a
1: conceptual level. And uh, that's really all I got is just don't give up hope. It's still best two out of three. And in theory, something good could happen. I don't really know that's what it right. is right now, but something good could happen. That's right. Well, thanks for hanging out, Matt. All right.
3: Coming up next, going to bring on Jaron. Jaren, how you doing? You there, Jaren? All right. There we we go.
10: Hello. I'm good, Kirk. How you doing tonight, man? I'm
3: getting a little tired at this point, but (laughs) (laughs) nothing.
10: Yeah, man, I'm a little tired, too. But you know what, though? The game got me energized.
3: Did you have fun?
10: Uh, Yes, I did. Good time. I had a great time watching the game tonight.
3: So but... which which Clippers which which Clipper guy is the dude for you? Past the 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 first, you know, the obvious, the two stars.
10: Oh man, that's tough. That's tough. Oh man, I was I love watching Zubak. I love watching Zubac. I love watching, Zubac. Yeah, watching him this season, he's just been slamming everything. So I don't know what got into him. Uh, usually, like what was the last season? Like to do these little hook shots around the basket. But this season he's just been slamming that thing, so it's been. That's i would say that's the guy for me. Yeah, he does a lot of uh, he does a lot of the old school stuff,
3: like the the like the eighties post leveraging, where he just gets into a guy's hip and knocks him out of the way. And watching him do that is, it, I, I appreciate it because I I, I like yelling about Porzingis and just like watching him just like maul people and and it's like it's legal. Don't I'm not complaining about oh, that. Yeah. It's great, like body bumping stuff, and Dallas just doesn't have anybody like that. Yeah, and it's, see, it's very apparent.
10: Yeah, that's that's what I've been saying. It's unfortunate. I and don't get me wrong, I love watching this Mavs team. I like a lot of the guys they have, but they don't have the defenders to to stop the Clippers. Unfortunate.
3: Yeah. yeah, but once once the once they realize they should just like go. If you look at the the, the um what is it the the shot chart.
4: There's a mm-hmm. lot
3: of green circles right in <laughs> next to the basket. Yes, sir. and that's just kind of the deal. Yes, well, you, got yes any, you got any flaming hot takes for us? Because we've had some good ones.
10: <laughs> yeah, I I was really hoping the Clippers could take it in five. I'm very confident in the Clippers, especially like if we we're gonna go because I play, I really wanted to go against the Trailblazers because I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna against the Trailblazers. That's a sweep. That's a sweep. Sure. Blazers. But with the with Luca being Luca and those first two games and the Mavericks literally shooting lights out, what well, they shoot like sixty percent. Oh that was wild. <laughs> yeah. like the, yeah. But so but but for the Clippers to like you know still be in those games and they still like you know still shooting like what was it? Like I said, sixty percent from the three-point line. There's just that you have to for them to be shooting it's like historic numbers. And then still, like, in, I mean, I, there's no way they can keep that up. Well, that was what made Game 3 really interesting.
3: Because so if you, like, there was some stat about, um, let's see, here it was it was Paul and Kawhi shooting <laughs> in the restricted area, something like 87%. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and the fact that Dallas didn't get just blown off the map in Game 3 was really surprising after the fact. Yeah, I was so like, how did this team. happen?
10: because they literally weren't missing jump shots at all.
3: Yeah.
10: At all. It was yeah, crazy. It was, it was I was like that.
3: 5 of 30 tonight. 17% is not going to get it done.
10: Yeah, so that's what I was going to get to. I'm like there's no way that they can keep up that shooting. Yeah. There's no <laughs> yeah. way. And like and like yeah, what was it? Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. was having like shooting lights out towards the end of the season, but mm-hmm. he's a streaky guy. Do for a little bit
3: of regression. I agree.
10: Yes, and, but I and I love and like I said, I love these players. I like a lot of the uh, the, the players that the Mavericks have, but they just don't have the defenders to stop Kawhi or PG. Like, what yeah. was well, There was this play when um, Jalen Brunson was uh covering Paul George, and he just went right to the basket to him. Like, yeah. and that and that was the Clippers' problem all season. They would just settle for jump shots. Way too much, and they just wouldn't take him to the basket. But um, they finally, like, I don't know what got into them Maybe losing back to back and everybody talking shit about them on online again. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, no, had to be, had to be. Yeah,
10: yeah. So I, I don't know what it was, I and mean, maybe that I don't know. I don't know why they couldn't just do that in the first game.
3: <laughs> yeah, but well,
10: thank you for joining, Jaron. You got anything else for? Uh, I move on to some more folks. Um, I just want to say. Don't give Luca a hard time. Uh you really have a generational talent on your hands and the fact that he's carrying your team and people are giving him a hard time about it when he's like, you know, clearly injured. Like you just I don't know, give him a break, man.
3: Oh yeah. Well this this chat is very Luca friendly. But uh thank you for joining.
10: Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me.
3: My, my favorite is the post-game commentary where he, like Carl, I was talking about how he can't turn left and like everyone that I know <laughs> that's about 30 or older started doing various, uh, what was it, Zoolander stuff. So that was, yeah, just a great time.
10: <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for having me, man. All right. Have a good night. All right. You coming too, up man. next. Go Clips. <laughs> All right. Let's see here.
3: Lance. How are we doing, Lance.
13: Oh, Kirk! Oh, Kirk! I-, I got story time for you today. Really? So, fortunately and unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the game. So, so how do you how have was a story for
3: me, Lance? What's that? How do you have a story then? Oh,
13: trust me. there's correlation here. So, as we, everyone's already talked about, Luca's hurt. I mean, for you, for you to expect him to score a thirty-plus tonight is is very uh, unfair of a fan or a critic. Sure. It's up to the team to score. Uh, what he scored like 19 points. So in correlation with my, in my work day, uh, I was getting my butt kicked for most of it, but I, you know I made it out. And uh, there were some uh, very sticky moments. Let's just put it like this: at one point in my uh, at my in my shift, I had a coworker fail to properly make a grilled cheese, which honestly is one of the easier things. <laughs> that you- someone can make like anywhere like you could teach a 12 year old how to make grilled cheese and even in that moment i can honestly say my teammates are better than lucas teammates tonight and honestly (laughs) the past two nights so in a place where we where there's burgers being made salmons being made the most elementary of a menu item in a grilled cheese you couldn't even melt cheese like that should be like a, a, a monkey should be able to, to to grill a cheese sandwich. And it's just like you don't even – at this point, like, I recorded the game. I'm going to punish myself by trying to watch it tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, it's 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 easy. We just can't defend Kawhi. Or I shouldn't say we either. The Mavericks can't defend Kawhi. I know at uh, one point last game, I think it was the third quarter, Tai Lu called a timeout. They made a, a very significant um, – adjustment and it was putting Kawhi in a pick and roll with a guard and obviously Kawhi, I mean, uh, KP. And you know, what? I'm really, I don't even like pooping with KP because at this point it's not, I don't think it's his fault. It's his body's fault. He, 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 he played to better it. tonight though too. You'll yeah. See it. He did. He I, did play better. I'll watch it, you know, and it's just like THJ played how he played. And, and you know what? I hate to say it cause I don't ever think we, that the Mavs play like this, but I think they're playing like front runners. They're playing how yeah. we made fun of. They're playing how we made fun of the Clippers. Yeah, the, you know that's that's literally it's inverse. The first two games are inverse. Uh, I forgot who said it, but it wouldn't make sense for each team to lose all of their home games, and whoever wins on the road is is who will win the series. Yep, I can see that happening. Uh, at first, I said Clippers and six. Obviously, after the two games, I changed my mind and said Mavericks and six. I still think that can happen. But it's just like at this point, like firing Carlisle is just out of the question. What I think should happen, I think they should just sit Luca uh, circa 2003 Dirk style when Dirk hurt his knee against the spurs
4: yeah. and,
13: and force the Mavericks front office to realize this is not the roster that they thought it was and just yep. make decisions that may, be, that may hurt because I know a lot of guys on this roster are quote-unquote Mavs guys. I'm not saying to get rid of THJ. I actually think they should keep him because he, he makes a lot of sense, but maybe not probably what you would have gave him after the first two games. And uh, it's just, long story short, Luka just needs better teammates. And, and the guy, when someone says that they feel a pain in their neck and it shoots down to their arm, yep. that's not that's not something you make up. And that's not small stuff. That's very serious stuff like, I'd rather the Mavs lose a series and sit yeah. for the next two games. I'm I, not saying I really, they will. I think no, he's going to be
3: fine. He's he needs a couple of days rest. I I as the designated old man who has slept wrong all like I've done that multiple times during pandemic where I've woken up and I cannot feel my arm. I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm just saying it's something that it's rest. And the, if they were playing on Tuesday, I'd be worried. And that they're playing on Wednesday, I feel pretty good about. It. I really really do. So
13: yeah, and and I'm not and a positive you know guy. What's that? And I'm not a positive guy. No, and, and you know what? I'm not even, and I'm not here to shit on anybody. It's just a parent. Sure. Like the Clippers turned it on; they're playing like the team that they were supposed to play like. And the Mavericks aren't shooting sixty percent from three. Like, yeah, natural regression yeah. has happened, and, and you got to respond. And and like I, I, I have not shit on KP all year. Like it, this is to me. I never question his efforts. I question his motives but never his effort. I th- I think he tries. Like, I don't think oh, he's no. someone that My just wants is to out.
3: My question I, is effort. My question is effort. But I mean, he tried that. his butt
13: off tonight. He really did. I, and people work. make fun of me because I didn't watch the game. I'm obviously going to watch the game. I, I had to work, unfortunately. Yeah. But, like, well, but what did I really miss, you know? You, you get blown out by damn near 30, and you don't score yeah. any points. Like, what did I miss, you know? And, you know, I, Kirk, I'm just glad you have these things because it's just been a long day, and it, it felt good to uh, – Getting that, getting that Vince uh, session off, man, and I'll still be watching the games. I'll be off Wednesday, and I think the Mavs will bounce back. I just, I really hope Luca's okay long term because I could give two shits about yeah. this series because it's not like the Mavericks win winning championship this year.
9: Yeah,
3: need well, you know, I just want a better showing on Wednesday. But thank right, you Vince.
13: No, no, thank you, Kirk, for letting me on, man, and I enjoy watch uh, listening to the rest.
3: All right, we'll talk to you soon. Coming up, we're going to fly through some folks. G D, what's up?
10: What do you got for us tonight, Mister Moore? can you hear me? I can't. All right. Well, I've already
14: entered the fifth stage of grief. I'm just kind of accepting. Yes,
3: this. Um, that's what these are for.
14: Like, yeah, I don't. I just I don't even feel that bad. It's just like, all right, well, that that fucking sucked. Uh, next game, I guess. Uh, I'm just glad I didn't fork over the money to go to this one, because I was looking at my bank account. I've, I'm just a college kid working a summer job, and I was, I was like, mm. I'm a, I could maybe, maybe get a nosebleed seat to this and drain my bank account. I strongly considered it, and I'm very grateful that I did not. Instead, I just sat around with my friends, who all, we all kind of know basketball fairly decently. And at uh, first, we were upset, and then by about halfway through the second quarter, we were just kind of making fun of the Mavs and having a good time, and Man, It's all right. I mean, I think I'm concerned about Luca's injury. Uh, the way he talked about it tonight, and it just it's scary. I hope you're right that he can just you know get some rest and be all right. Um, but man, is am I allowed to just be done with this entire roster besides Luca? Because I kind of am.
3: Well, it's completely, it's completely understandable. It was just when you see a when you see kind of a bomb like that from everyone, it's just makes you want to shake everything up.
14: Yeah, I just. I, I don't even know. Um, I know you want to get through a lot of people, so I won't talk okay. much longer. But, yeah, I I think I think some restructuring of the roster might be in order. I just I don't want to watch – I don't want to do the Dirk thing where I just – I watched a superstar
3: carry a team for 20 years. Like well, I, just, uh, I don't want to do I that. I 1,000% agree. But what it takes is people other than me in the damn – and I'm not even in the local media. I'm not. What it takes is the local media – who a lot of you know, they've had the same GM for 20 years. And then you have some of the same reporters in these damn jobs for 20 years and everybody's friends and no one wants to call anybody an asshole. Well, Donnie Nelson is not very good at his job. I just, I'm kind of tired of this stuff. He's, I'm glad he picked Luca. I'm glad he picked Dirk. Picking Luca was the obvious thing. I called it drunk a year before it happened. Super <laughs> difficult. The good guy is good at basketball. News flash. I didn't predict this, but it's it's the it's the back end stuff where it's like, okay, could you care at all? Like Desmond Bain was right there. And they and he I they did not talk to him. It, it's just like the, the the sort of actions that they've made over the years where it's like, oh, we know better. That's where I get I and, and you know, every year it gets suckered in. I, I, I was talking to to somebody Closer to the Mavs today, I was like, I, you know, I, I'm not looking forward to the offseason because it's a time where people hate me the most because I demand stuff. And whenever, you know, you, you everybody seems to understand that every single person in this chat could email Mark Cuban. And if your question was less than, I don't know, 40 words, he'd answer you. So you get these quotes back where it's like, I spoke to somebody close to the Mavs and they said, buckle up. Well, buckle up for what? For what? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. I just, I mean, it's
14: clear that Perzingis doesn't fit with Luca at this point. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, except for the front office. I
4: yeah. mean, I don't,
14: I don't know if they can get anything for him this off season, so I'm not really on board the, you know, ship his ass train. Just because, like, I don't know if trading him for, uh, like, nothing is is worth it. But at the same time, like, just get rid of his contract and move on, maybe. Yeah. I, I, don't know I really, I really think
3: they might like it, you know, unless he comes out with a banging game, you know, two more games, um, three more games, something like that. I really think, cause it's, it's just, it's the, the sort of, you read the comments of Matt's Moneyball, And one guy that I was going back and forth with had a thought where it's like, well, I'm just, I worry about them using him as a role man because he might get hurt. And it's like you, if you're worried about a player getting hurt from like normal basketball activity, then he, you've already lost. Yeah, I
14: agree. Oh, well. Maybe they can ship him to the Warriors for Wiseman, but I'd... <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm so dumb. I just, I can't. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. And I, I, I don't want to get rid of Rick because I think he is a good coach. But the fact that they show up, you know, at least once a week, and I mean, they did it today and they did it during the regular season and they look like they just don't care at all. It frustrates me. And I get for that sure. it's a long season, but like, come on, man. Like, Get, like motivate them a little bit hold them a little bit accountable like this shit is not acceptable
3: yeah well That's, that we'll probably hear over the next two days of media stuff where it just it, it felt it, i don't know there's there's games where you have quicksand and i was really hard on richardson earlier but they were already down by so much by the time he got in him pressing i probably shouldn't be that that bad about it it's, I just i don't know we should probably all just just Take a nap, take a lap, do something like that, and then <laughs> you know come back on uh, Wednesday ready to go you know
14: yeah, I'm gonna be up till four tonight just out of like like anger slash just man, what do we do? That's just gonna be what my brain is gonna be thinking. I'm just well, gonna be sitting here
3: playing 2K and on mute for like if four you can hours. bomb if you can bomb an Apple plus login for someone. You should watch a little Ted Lasso. There's also a show on there, Mythic Quest, and then a sh- third show for all mankind. I really enjoy all. They they'll bring me a different sense of peace. That's why I'm recommending them. Ted Lasso so. is brilliant
14: because it's a, actually a really. I'm a film major, so you just you just you triggered me just now. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, and I won't say too much about it, but it's it's like it's good and like it's actually well made, well written, well acted. And it appeals to a super broad audience, and you don't get mm. a lot of shows like that. Like I don't, I, I don't have a lot of friends that I'll be like, yeah, like this is actually like good, good, like this is produced really well. You should go watch this, and then
3: they actually do, and they're like, yeah, this was like this was fucking amazing. Like, uh, last is great. Um, yeah, then you need. Know. Then, as a film guy, you need to see For All Mankind to see what happens when they give a TV show like Lord of the Rings money, and they just go to work. It's like <laughs> it's the most expensive looking show I've ever seen. Um, uh, all right. Well, I'm going to bring on some more folks. Thank you for hanging out. Yeah, it was fun. I,
14: I, I like listening to you guys talk. So. All right. Have a good night, man.
3: You too. Okay. A couple more folks. We have my friend Kurt. We're saying it because I, I respond to anything that sounds like my name, including your name.
2: Nice. How's it going? Let's go. Oh, man, this sucks. I'm tired. It's late. That's right. Um, I don't want to hark too much on the whole, you know, Rick Carlisle and what he's supposed to do and who's he playing. You know, I mean, you got to play with the cards you're dealt. Um, The Bobon thing was a little weird, but it did bring a little spark and it was fun to watch. I only question um, why – he would bring Trey Burke in for a couple minutes over uh, Brunson, especially when Brunson ended the first quarter pretty big and Burke missed these couple open jumpers in the second when it was still, uh, I guess, reasonably a close game. It's a good question. Because that was kind of early. Yeah, that was kind of early to bring him in, I thought. And Brunson Mm -hmm. was on the bench. They should have brought him in. But I'll I'll be quick. I just wanted to ask real quick, what do you think – uh, the odds of us playing more zone, considering we have nobody that can guard Kawhi or Paul George. And it's not like they're making tough shots either. I mean, they're just living around the rim, hitting five-foot jumpers. It's sickening to watch. I but
3: think, it's, think- pretty it's pretty low. And the reason the reason why is, is when you do a lot of zone stuff, you really have to communicate well as a team. There has to be different levels of responsibility and know what happens in a variety of situations. And these guys haven't practiced enough. And, and they're also not good enough at like communicating normally. So zone just what it would do in my opinion is simply open them open them up to different mistakes.
2: <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But uh I'm gonna head out. I just wanted to say uh uh to be a little, little positive. I mean a lot of people we should have seen this coming. I mean we shot ridiculous from three sure. from three straight games. Like we knew a bad game from three was coming. Lucas banged up um You know, it happens, and at the end of the day, it's 2-2, still a best of three. got two and a half days off. Let's get Maxie and Luca rest and KP, and just, you know, hopefully we shoot better. Yep. Thanks
1: for joining, Kurt. Appreciate you. No problem. Have a
2: good one. All right.
3: Sean, what's up? Hey,
6: Kurt. Hello. You know. I'm actually not mad about this. You know, this this is kind of who we thought they were, you know. We got the, they're firing on all cylinders, Mavs, and now they're kind of sucking, which sucks. Yes. The one thing I don't really understand is the team's mindset coming into these games. Like, you know, you've said previously that this team is filled with a bunch of second-round picks, undrafted guys. And usually those guys play with a chip on their shoulder, or the, just kind of a level of doubt that someone's coming for their spot, and it just doesn't seem like they play like that and this
3: is a good, good thought This is a good thought, but the reason comes back to if Luca's energy is down, their energy is down, and that's where I don't want to say the berea would have made a difference, but it's it's the veteran who kicks them in the ass. You'd think Tim Hardaway might be that because he's an older guy compared to a lot of the roster, but that's that's the thing that's missing for me because when Luca isn't feeling right it, it just it's, it's it's trickle down Luconomics is 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 the thought
6: Yes, I mean just, Tim Hardaway Jr. just doesn't seem like the leader type if things are going wrong right. He kind of seems like he's in his own head most of the time, and he really is kind of the JJ Redick, just like assassin for hire type player. Sure, but there's no, but
3: there's really isn't that guy. There's, you know, it's. So I saw somebody, uh, my friend Austin, on my timeline clamoring for Kyle Lowry, who is my age. Um, but it's just, it's like you want that older guy who has seen some shit. Is is kind of the thought. Yeah. Like the there's Udonis in the chat. There's the who's the guy who's playing real well for New York right now. Um, the Thibs guy. I can't think of his name.
6: Oh, uh, Taj Gibson.
3: Yes, Gibson. Like that that kind of dude who had who can rally the troops without needing that's his his, his you know, one of his tertiary responsibilities is getting everybody in the huddle and saying, get it together. Like the Mavs don't talk that much in timeouts. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Like it's a thing that I see, which is like there's nobody grabbing the bull by the horns. It's it's just a thing. Yeah, Kate, Katie in the comments is talking about like I would love a Mike Conley. That's a good great great example.
6: I mean, DeRozan was someone that people wanted, but there was a report that, you know, he's out of like not on their age timeline that they're looking for, which I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what that means for them anymore cause, Right. You know, get good players. Just yeah. do that.
3: Well, that'll 100% be most of our most of our our, off, uh, our off-season uh locker rooms will be talking about these things, so.
6: Yeah. But, you know, it's 2-2. You still have a chance, I think. Yeah, you know.
3: I think so, too. Got to win two out of the next three. Yeah.
6: Well, thanks for having me on.
3: Sure thing, Sean. Have a good night. All right. You. Tim, you've been waiting a while. Appreciate you.
15: Hey, can you hear me?
3: I can. You sound great.
15: All right, excellent. Hey, so um, – couple of things. On the coaching point, I I remember when Avery was the coach and when he had, you know, in 06 against the Heat, got out-coached, and 07, again, got out-coached and kind of forced himself into that hole, and then in 08, lost to the Pelicans. And, I mean, it was like the same thing every time in those series, just getting beat on the same kind of plays, You know, just, I mean, everybody knew he was getting out-coached. And I think that's like when you know a coach is, like, really struggling. Um, I don't see that with Carlisle. I see him, I see the Mavs getting beat by a team that everybody thought was going to beat them. (laughs) And uh, everybody might get proven right in the end. Um, And I see a team in the Clippers that, are just so much more talented top to bottom than Dallas. Um, and so I just don't know, like, what the reasonable expectation is. I don't know what I'm, – I'm trying to think here, like, what can Rick do in these next games to, like, hit, make the adjustment after, you know, the Clippers have made their adjustments. And I just don't see a lot of adjustments to be made. Um, I mean, I'm not a basketball genius, but usually that's, like, the indicator that, you know – you have enough talent in your, in your rotation that you can make that, that the team that you're facing can make the adjustment and you can counter with adjustments. Yeah. And we're talking about these ideas like, Oh, maybe we can squeeze Melly in here for a few minutes, or maybe we can squeeze somebody else in here for a few minutes. But it's like, guys, you know, these guys might not be in the NBA in two years, <laughs> like some of these <laughs> dudes. And it's just tough, man. And I mean, on the KP point, like Some people are talking about trades and stuff. And I just really think that if you're, if you're talking about, if you're trying to get into the idea that you want to trade KP in your head, then you just got to be willing to absorb a contract like Wiggins um, or somebody like that who's got a lot of money in order to maybe get another asset in return like a Wiseman. But he's just too much of a liability with injury and everything else. So it's just a tough spot, but, you know, hopefully they can something I'm still I'm, I' I wouldn't count them out because this team has been so wacky this year um, it seems like every time we get in these holes like the next game they do something unexpected so I don't know I still think there's reason for hope in this series but yeah it's gonna be uh, I don't I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it on Rick so much I mean they're just going up against a team that 99% of analysts pick to win in five or six games
3: yeah
1: yeah
15: well wow.
3: The frustration comes from, like, knowing what's coming down the pike and not being able to do anything about it. And, you know, it's very easy to to be frustrated at a lot of parties involved in this. Um, I do understand the Rick frustration. I just don't know what a solution is past, you know, get a time machine, change some things with Josh Green. But even – it's just like watching Kawhi, like a dude that's that that skilled – you know, it, Kawhi beating us doesn't frustrate me near as much as Paul George. <laughs> I know that's probably silly.
15: Yeah, I mean, I mean, but even Paul George, like, he sucks last year in the playoffs, but he was an MVP candidate the year before that. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a good player. You know, like it's, it, I mean, he's, yeah, he's been kind of a joke in the past year or two, but I mean, shit, he's he's good at basketball.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for hanging out. You got anything else for us, Tim? Nah I'm good. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Sure thing you have a good night. All right. Can't read your name, discombobulated Maz fan for life. What's up? What's up, dude? Thanks for joining.
16: Uh man. Um I don't really want to talk about the game because I'm honestly tired of talk hearing about it, but for the off season. Uh, I'm not really, you know, basketball knowledge, but what do you think we should do this offseason?
3: So asking me after a loss is is prone to get me to, like, react, but I think that they may need to take a step back to take a step forward, Um, whether that means parting with KP in a way that that sets the team back a bit. Um, I'm pretty sure Luke is eligible to sign his rookie extension, which buys you four-ish more years before he would start clamoring, like being able to really do some stuff, like we've seen with, uh, you know, potentially force his way out of the situation. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of where my head is at the moment. Um. The the KP trade really lowered their margin for error, and that it it's not. It's hard to really determine to say whether it just hasn't worked. Like KP hasn't worked, but the team's also, you know, they're a fifth seed. They improved two years in a row. So, what do you do?
16: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm looking at the guys out there, and, yeah, I mean, Brunson's been good, and, you know, Tim Hardaway, and then, you know, Finney Smith, but, I mean, they're just, it's just not, you know, the defenders that you need. I mean, and you've talked about this, too, and everybody's kind of talked about this, but, I mean, I don't know why they don't try to go get a guy like Brogdon. I mean, I I was saying that in the chat earlier. I mean, it would probably be impossible, but, I mean, I think a guy like that that shoots 45, percent from three and you know can defend would be an excellent guy next to Luca I mean Josh Richardson's not it I mean some Hardaway's streaky but I mean I don't really know what you do I mean that's a move I think you should do yeah
3: well they'll figure out something because if they don't if if they botch this offseason then it's 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 the slow bleed to Luca eventually demanding a trade like oh, this yeah. is the
16: one so. I mean, and you look at the Bucks too. I mean, Giannis, you know, was loyal. And for that loyalty, you know, they went and got P.J. Tucker. You go get Drew Holiday. You get, you know, all these guys and look at them. They just sweep, you know, the heat. And, you know, I just you got to be willing to, you know, trade your role players. Right. Right.
3: Well, we'll see. We'll get to that next week if they lose the next two games.
16: (laughs) Yeah, hopefully not. I know. I mean, we overreact. But, I mean, it's just hard not to because, I mean, you had a chance in game three to just hold the lead and go up 3-0 and demoralize them. And now it's 2-2. But they're a great team. But, you know, I think we can bounce back. But, I mean, all you can do is hope for the best. Right. Well, thanks for hanging out. Talking. to you soon. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Take it easy. Mm -hmm.
3: All right, we got one more person I'd like to bring up because I've been waiting for a while.
8: Mr. Tlaib. Nothing? Anything?
3: App not working? Well, try to rejoin if you want. Um, All right. We'll kind of end on a quiet note, just like the Mavericks. So, this has been Josh Bow, Kirk Henderson, whole bunch of other people hanging out. Um, appreciate you guys. This has been fun. Uh, you know, it's a nice way to wind down after a, uh, you know, a loss where the Mavs got their butts kicked. So uh hope to see you guys back in here Wednesday night. You know, we'll see what's going on. You guys have a, a good uh, Memorial Day and a good start to your week, and we'll talk with you soon.